0: Psalms 15, 16, 17. Lord, who may dwell in your tabernacle? Who may abide upon your holy hill? Whoever leads a blameless life and does what is right, who speaks the truth from their hearts? There is no guile upon his tongue. He does no evil to his friend. He does not heap contempt upon his neighbor. In his sight, The wicked is rejected, but he honors those who fear the Lord. He has sworn to do no wrong and does not take back his word. He does not give his money in hope of gain, nor does he take a bribe against the innocent. Whoever does these things shall never be overthrown. Protect me, O God, for I take refuge in you. I have said to the Lord, You are my Lord, my good above all other. All my delight is upon the godly that are in the land, upon those who are noble among the people. But those who run after other gods shall have their troubles multiplied. Their libations of blood I will not offer, nor take the names of the gods upon my lips. O Lord, you are my portion and my cup. It is you who uphold my lot. My boundaries enclose a pleasant land. Indeed, I have a goodly heritage. I will bless the Lord who gives me counsel. My heart teaches me night after night. I have set the Lord always before me. Because he is at my right hand, I shall not fall. My heart therefore is glad and my spirit rejoices my body also shall rest in hope. For you will not abandon me to the grave, nor let your Holy One see the pit. You will show me the path of life, and your presence there is fullness of joy. And in your right hand are pleasures forevermore. Hear my plea of innocence, O Lord. Give heed to my cry. Listen to my prayer, which does not come from lying lips. Let my vindication come forth from your presence. Let your eyes be fixed on justice. Weigh my heart, summon me by night. Melt me down, you will find no impurity in me. I give no offense with my mouth as others do. I have heeded the words of your lips. My footsteps hold fast to the ways of your law, and your path my feet shall not stumble. I call upon you, O God, for you will answer me. Incline your ear to me and hear my words. Show me your marvelous loving-kindness, O Savior of those who take refuge at your right hand for those who are rising up against them. Keep me as the apple of your eye, Hide me under the shadow of your wings from the wicked who assault me from the deadly enemies who surround me. They have closed their heart to pity and their mouth speaks proud things. They press me hard. Now they surround me watching how they may cast me to the ground, like a lion greedy for its prey and like a young lion lurking in secret places. Arise O Lord, Confront them and bring them down. Deliver me from the wicked by your sword. Deliver me, O Lord, by your hand from those whose portion in this world, whose bellies you fill with treasure, who are well supplied with children and leave their wealth to their little ones. But at my vindication, I shall see your face. When I awake, I shall be satisfied beholding your likeness. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from the Revelation to John, chapter 6, beginning at the 12th verse. WHEN THE LAMB OPENED THE SIXTH SEAL, I LOOKED, AND THERE CAME A GREAT EARTHQUAKE. THE SUN BECAME BLACK AS SACKCLOTH, THE FULL MOON BECAME LIKE BLOOD, AND THE STARS OF THE SKY FELL TO THE EARTH, AND THE FIG TREE DROPPED ITS WINTER FRUIT, WERE SHAKEN BY A GALE. THE SKY VANISHED LIKE A SCROLL ROLLING ITSELF UP, AND EVERY MOUNTAIN AND ISLAND WAS REMOVED FROM ITS PLACE. Then the kings of the earth and the magnates and the generals and the rich and the powerful and everyone, slave and free, hid in the caves and among the rocks of the mountains, calling to the mountains and the rocks, Fall on us, hide us from the face of the one seated on the throne and from the wrath of the Lamb, for the great day of the wrath to come, and who is able to stand? After this I saw four angels standing at four corners of the earth, holding back the four winds of the earth so that no wind could blow on earth or sea or against any tree. I saw another angel ascending from the rising of the sun, having the seal of the living God. And he called with a loud voice to the four angels who had been given power to damage earth and sea, saying, Do not damage the earth or the sea or the trees until we have marked the servants of our God with a seal on their foreheads and I heard the number of those who were sealed, 144,000 sealed out of every tribe of the people of Israel. Glory to God in the highest, and peace to his people on earth. Lord God, heavenly King, almighty God and Father, we worship you, we give you thanks, we praise you for your glory. Amen. A reading from the Gospel according to Matthew, chapter 13, beginning at the 24th verse. Another parable Jesus put before the disciples, saying, The kingdom of heaven may be compared to someone who sowed good seed in the field. But while everybody was asleep, an enemy came and sowed weeds among the wheat, and they went away. So when the plants came up and bore grain, then the weeds appeared as well. And the slaves of the householder came and said to him, Master, did you not sow good seed in the field? Where then did those weeds come from? He answered, An enemy has done this. The slaves said to him, Then do you want us to go and gather them? But he replied, No. No. For in gathering the weeds, you would uproot the wheat along with them. Let both of them grow together until the harvest. And at harvest time, I will tell the reapers, Collect the weeds first, and then bind them in bundles to be burned. But gather the wheat into my barn. You are God. We praise you. You are the Lord. We acclaim you. the white-robed army of martyrs praise you. Throughout the world, the Holy Church acclaims you. Father of majesty unbounded, your true and only Son, worthy of all worship, and the Holy Spirit, advocate and guide. You, Christ, are the King of glory, the eternal Son of the Father. When you became man to set us free, You did not shun the virgin's womb. You overcome the sting of death and opened the kingdom of heaven to all believers. You are seated at God's right hand in glory. We believe that you will come to be our judge. Come then, Lord, and help your people, bought with the price of your own blood, and bring us with your saints to glory everlasting.
1: A reading for the Friday following Proper 25. This is a reading from The City of God by Augustine, Bishop of Hippo, in the year 430. How great will be that felicity of the City of God in its perpetual Sabbath, where there will be no evil, where no good will be withheld, where there will be leisure for the praises of God, who will be all in all. What other occupation could there be in a state where there will be no inactivity of idleness and yet no toil constrained by want? I can think of none. And this is the picture suggested to my mind by the sacred canticle when I read or hear the words, Blessed are those who dwell in your house, they will be always praising you. All the limbs and organs of the body no longer subject to decay, the parts which we now see assigned to various essential functions, will then be freed from all such constraint, since full, secure, certain, and eternal felicity will have displaced necessity, and all those parts will contribute to the praise of God. For even those elements in the bodily harmony of which I have already spoken, the harmonies which in our present state are hidden, will then be hidden no longer. Dispersed internally and externally throughout the whole body and combined with other great and marvelous things that will then be revealed, they will kindle our rational minds to the praise of the great artist by the delight afforded by a beauty that satisfies the reason. I'm not rash enough to attempt to describe what the movements of such bodies will be in that life, for it is quite beyond my power of imagination. However. Everything there will be lovely in its form and lovely in motion and in rest, for anything that is not lovely will be excluded. And we may be sure that where the spirit wills there, the body will straightaway be. And the spirit will never will anything but what is to bring new beauty to the spirit and to the body. There will be true glory where no one will be praised in error or in flattery. There will be true honor, where it is denied to none who is worthy and bestowed on none who is unworthy. And honor will not be courted by any unworthy claimant, for none but the worthy can gain admission there. There will be true peace where none will suffer attack from within nor from any foe outside. The reward of virtue will be God himself who gave the virtue together with the promise of himself, the best and greatest of all possible promises. For what did he mean when he said in the words of the prophet, I shall be their God and they will be my people? Did he not mean, I shall be the source of their satisfaction? I shall be everything that they can honorably desire. Life, health, food, wealth, glory, honor, peace, and every blessing. For that is also the correct interpretation of the apostles' words, so that God may be all in all. He will be the goal of all all our longings and we shall see him forever we shall love him without surfeit we shall praise him without wearying this will be the duty the delight the activity of all shared by all who share the life of eternity here ends the reading
0: i believe in god the father almighty creator of heaven and earth Almighty God, whose most dear Son went up not to joy, but first he suffered pain and entered not into glory before he was crucified. Mercifully grant that we, walking in the way of the cross, may find it none other than the way of life and peace. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord. Amen. Almighty and eternal God, so draw our hearts to you, so guide our minds, so fill our imaginations, so control our wills, that we may be wholly yours, utterly dedicated unto you. And then use us, we pray you, as you will, and always to your glory and the welfare of your people. Through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Lord Jesus Christ, you stretched out your arms of love on the hardwood of the cross that everyone might come within the reach of your saving embrace. So clothe us in your spirit that we, reaching forth your hands in love, may bring those who do not know you to the knowledge and love of you for the honor of your name. Amen. Accept, O Lord, our thanks and praise for all that you have done for us. We thank you for the splendor of the whole creation, for the beauty of this world, for the wonder of life and for the mystery of love. We thank you for the blessing of family and friends and for the loving care which surrounds us on every side. We thank you for setting us at tasks which demand our best efforts and for leading us to accomplishments which satisfy and delight us. We thank you also for those disappointments and failures that lead us to acknowledge our dependence on you alone Above all, we thank you for your Son, Jesus Christ, for the truth of his word and for the example of his life, for his steadfast obedience by which he overcame temptation, for his dying through which he overcame death, and for his rising to life again, in which we are raised to the life of your eternal kingdom. Grant us the gift of your Spirit, that we may know Christ and make him known and through him at all times and in all places may give thanks to you in all things. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Glory to God, whose power working in us can do infinitely more than we can ask or imagine. Glory to him from generation to generation in the church and in Christ Jesus forever and ever. Amen.